Welcome back, everybody. We'll take a break with Steven. Steven Seamus. Good to see you, my friend. How's it going? Always a pleasure. Great. Fantastic. No hat this week? No, no hat cap. this week. No, I, my hair is out of control. Out of control. I can see that. I can the only see that. cap is on Fridays. <laughs> all right what are we talking about this week alex uh yeah let's let's dive into some some things that have kind of hit the the the, the waiver wire if you will of the comic book world um we've talked a little bit about flag smasher in the past but let's really dive down a little bit to it because aaron kellerman surprised everybody by being the flag smasher in last week's episode of falcon winter soldier so we gotta of course talk about the comics Let's talk Zatanna because there's some big news that that there was a screenwriter attached to it, which I feel like we might see her in the Black Adam movie because all of the characters in the Black Adam movie just make sense to be a Zatanna, Hawkman, Doctor Fate. Cab Utlamron. Um, and then let's talk a little Thunderbolts. They're in Simo. and the Thunderbolts. Surprised to see me, Avengers. You should be. Once I stole Stark's inversion stabilizer, it allowed us to move among you, disguising who we really are. We? The masters of evil! Is this true? You cannot even see what's right before your eyes. Goliath, Beetle, Fixer, Moonstone, and of course, Screaming Mimi. Okay, good. We got a good show tonight. So uh, what are we going to lead off with? Let's talk about Flag Smasher because that was a cool thing that happened in the last yeah. couple. Of so, weeks. so what we're what we're seeing is is a little pat as a pattern here, mm-hmm. right? Is something is on uh, Disney Plus, and then fifty million people watch it, and then five minutes later, everybody runs online and tries to buy it. Yeah. And if you catch that small window of time between like when it first goes on and when you go to eBay, you could usually clean out Avengers yeah. West Coast uh, forty five. Yeah, and. And then there's and then they get cleaned out, right? And then whoa, 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 whoa. so uh Flag Smasher is one of those characters. Uh Aaron Kellyman is great. Uh Kellyman was also, if you recall, was Enfist Nest, uh, the leader of the, the Rebel Cloud Riders in yeah. Solo. Solo, yep. So uh I remember so she... Solo. I don't know if I saw that. Is it a Star Wars movie? I think I might have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh she was great in that movie too. Fantastic. So, yeah. so so she's familiar to fans. Uh she's familiar to everybody. Um, so first appearance of Flag Smasher is uh, Captain America 312. So they really turned back the clock here, 1985. Yeah. So again, you're gonna start to hear these pops, and they're really, really low pops. It, you know, it's a 36-year-old book out of nowhere, right? The pops are very low. There was a decent print run on the regular book. I don't know how many 9.8s are going to pop out, but everyone is going through their dollar boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. going through the dollar boxes, trying to pick these comics up for a couple of bucks, and now they're not a buck or two anymore. They're a lot more no. than that. So. Yes. Uh, December of 1985, there's only seven blue label 9.8s out, wow. one gold label 9.8. That's crazy. Uh, they're, they're $400 is what they were selling for Ooh. in 9.6, in 9.6. Uh, they're $25 to $30 raw. Good luck trying to find a blue label. You're going to have to send one in. The pops are going to rise because people are going to go out and get them. 
Um, so talk a little bit about the character of Flag Smasher and what that character is. I mean, obviously, if you've seen the show, it's one thing. Uh, yeah. Is that consistent with the character in the comic books? Yeah, the character in the comic books and, and the character in the, the TV show is the, the main constant there is that they don't want it should, everybody should be equal. Every, there is no nations. There's no flags. Uh, it, it's it's one people, the people of Earth. Um, you know, in the comic, you know, this guy was kind of like you know, dressed up in a suit and, you know, was like anti-flag, anti-countries, anti-establishment. And in the TV show, um, the character is, you know, I guess during the blip, during the five years, the countries were more you know, together and more talking to each other because of everything that's happened. Nobody could worry about like wars and, and you know, they're, they're, they're where their lines of property are and stuff kind of kind of went away. And then everybody came back and everything kind of went back to status quo. And these new flag smashers are saying, no, we were doing better during the blip because everybody was working together. Got it. OK. And by the way, that's the Paul Neary and Bob Layton cover. It's a pretty good cover. It's pretty cool. Uh, then Captain America 321, nine months later, uh, you know, you have September of 1986. Uh, there are 20 blue label 9.8s. There's four gold label 9.8s. Again, those are going to start getting sent into CGC. People can go through the dollar boxes. Today, that's a $100 book in 9.6. Uh, you know, it's probably a five, 10, $15 uh, comic book uh, raw. Uh, still not the character in the, in the, in the books was the male. Uh, obviously, on the show, yeah. it's a female. Carl, uh, I believe. Uh, right. Flag Smasher is still not on the cover, right. but in the book. Um, Captain America 322 is the first cover. Yes. This is the book that I like, Alex. Yeah. Uh, October of 1986. There's only three blue label 9.8s, zero gold label 9.8s. It's a low, no pop book, basically. Again, those are going to get starting sent in. It's a $20 to $25 book raw, but you know and I know when, when they're on the cover for the first time, that's a very big impact. Yes. Uh, it's it's a again it's a Paul Neary a cover with Joe Rubenstein so Paul Neary was doing all the cap covers at this time uh, although Mike Zek had done the the, the three twenty one cover so um, again that's an issue to pick up and then in, and then the next issue that you should really look at another great cover uh, in December of eighty eight so a little over two years later Captain America number three forty eight also three blue label nine point eights zero gold label nine point eights that's a twenty to twenty five dollar book raw. He's on the cover again, again, uh, you know, so again, it's a great cover. Um, it's got Battlestar, it's got the ult Ultimatum Commission and the and a President Ronald Reagan appearance was in that book as well. Um, it's a Ron Friends and Al Milgram cover. So those are all the really the key flag smasher books that you should be looking at. They're not expensive today. Yeah. And you know what happened with White Vision and some of these other stuff. Yep. Goes up, up and up. I mean, the WandaVision stuff went absolutely bonkers. Yep. All right, cool. What do we got next on the list, Alex? Yeah, let's let's see if I can do it. Anantaz Zatanna. Her name backwards. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So we got it, Alex. So so this character is very very old. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the Silver Age stuff uh on zaytana but also the some modern stuff that's more popular because that's probably more like the character that you're going to see in the film uh so let's talk a little bit about hawkman number four and then you'll give some background on this on the character and then the yeah. modern character so hawkman number four october november of 1964 first appearance so obviously the book is you know 50 some odd years old you know 50 years old 
uh, 57 years old, uh, a 7.5 just sold for two over $2,000. Uh, I'll give you the pop reports on it. They're very, very low until you get to nine zero. Um, there's three blue label 9.8s. Uh, there's 12 blue label 9.6s. There's 14 blue label 9.4s. There's 27 blue label 9.2s and then 38 blue label 9.0s. There's zero gold labels in those any of those grades. Uh, first appearance and origin of Zaytana. That's uh, the Murphy Anderson cover. That's a great cover. Beautiful cover, yeah. Um, so so really, you're, you're looking, if you want an affordable book, you're looking in the 775, try to get a clean, maybe a white pages there. Talk a little bit about that version of Zaytana. Is that the same Zaytana that we know today? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously things change, uh, but I mean, this is, uh, the same magician, the daughter of Zatara, um, this, you know, she, the fun thing about Zatanna is she, she's a magic um, character, but she says for her to use her magic, she says everything backwards. So she's, you know, it's like, you know, take the guy's hat off. She says it in reverse. So it's, it. it's, it's really fun to read it and know, and, and like try to figure out what she's saying, um, you know, and, and for Hawkman four, it, it's funny because, not only is she not on the cover, but there's no mention of her on the cover. It's not like, like back up with Zatanna or introducing Zatanna. Like, you know, even when like Flag Smashers on the cover, the storyline is, is you know, but no, you wouldn't have any idea Zatanna's first appearances in the Hawkman 4 other than opening it. Um, but she's been a character in the in the DC universe for years. Um, big fan favorite. I'm, more recently, she's, you know, Justice League Dark, um, which is going, you know, is a property that DC is really pushing heavily on for live action. Um, she also, you know, has had relationships in the past with John Constantine, which is also a, a character that DC uses quite often in the TV shows, the movie, uh, the cartoon stuff. So, I mean, she, the fact that they're doing a movie, I mean, this is great because Zatanna is a huge fan favorite of DC Universe. Right. Okay. Uh, second appearance of Zatanna, uh, a, a Gil Kane Murphy Anderson cover, Adam number 19, July of 65. Uh, it's her first cover. So this one, I think, is a much better buy, especially considering the price points. Uh, there are only, there are 098s. There are five 9.6s, blue labels, 12 9.4 blue labels, six 9.2 blue labels, eight 9.0 blue labels. So really, you got to go lower than that. And 8.5 just sold for 250 bucks. For the first cover, Alex, that's, that's bananas. That's, yeah, that's... I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. I, I need to buy one. I'm buying one right. as we speak. Right. <laughs> right. That's crazy. Uh, then, right. Then, then you really, the next real Zaytana story that you're really looking at is January of 1977, DC Superstars of Magic number 11. It's the first solo Zaytana story. There are uh, seven Blue Label 9.8s, 22 Blue Label 9.6s, 22 Blue Label 9.4s. Again, um, there are no uh, gold labels in any of those. Uh, 9.8 just sold for 1500, a 9.6 for a little over 700. Again, that's a steal. It's the first solo Zaytana story. It's the Gray Morrow cover and art. It's a great cover. Uh, again, hard book to uh, find. Right, hard book to find. To me, that's a steal, even at those seven. Again, Alex, when we're talking about a lot of these modern age books that are nine eights that are like three, four, five thousand dollars, I yeah. mean, these books are really, really hard to find in comparison. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that takes us next to the Zaytana special, number one from 1987. There are 36 blue label 9.8s, zero gold label 9.8s. That's about $100 books. Again, it's a great Morrow cover. 
Yeah. Uh, another cool cover of Zaytana. It's drawn in that 80s, that typical 80s style. Uh, then you have the Zaytana series, her own series. Uh, first series of her own. Zaytana number one, July of 93. There are 25 blue label 9.8s, zero gold label 9.8s. Again, it's only a $100 book. Uh, it's an Esteban Moroto cover. Great cover. These books are really, really cheap, Alex. I, yeah. I don't know how you don't, I don't know how you don't add these to your collection if you believe in the character. Right. Uh, right. Then in 2003, another one shot, Zaytana Everyday Magic. I love that uh, 62 blue label 9.8s, three gold label 9.8s. It's only a $100 book. Um, that was published under the Vertigo brand. You'll talk about that in a second. It was a Brian Bolin cover. Great, great cover. Talk a little bit. Why would they put that under the Vertigo brand? Uh, like I said, when you're talking about a character that is kind of linked with like magic, dark arts and John Constantine, I mean, that's that's where you're going with that. I, I, I mean, this character, again, with later with doing stuff in Justice League Dark, it's it stops being like a superhero punch the bad guy you got to kind of add a little bit more oomph to it so like swamp thing hellblazer constantine uh lucifer they're all on that same kind of like line and those are definitely vertigo titles um this book is great i remember this this prestige format book coming out and, and paul dini uh, had a hand in it too which is you know from dc perspective huge in the dc world right right next you had uh 2010 you had her next series uh, this is an interesting, this is where the Zaytana books get interesting. Yeah. These books are worth more than the older books. Yeah. And I think maybe it's because more of the style of, of what you're going to see. Yeah. Um, yep. So July of 2010, Zaytana number one, there's 22 blue label 9.8s. There's eight gold label 9.8s. That's about a hundred to $125 book today. Not expensive. Um, again, you want to pick that up. Now here's where it gets interesting. The Brian Boland variant cover, right? 16 blue label 9.8s, five gold label 9.8s. They're $50 raw. That Oof. means that they're going to be four to $500 in 9.8. You can't mm. find that cover. Yeah. Can't find it. It's interesting because Brian Bolin did the cover and the other one that we just mentioned back in 2003. So yeah. they brought him back seven years later to do this cover. Yeah. That is a key, key book, the Brian Bolin variant cover. Totally. The second print, which is called the red cover, because it's got that red tint to it, impossible to find, Alex. Impossible. Six blue label 9.8s, one gold label 9.8s. They're $50 raw. They're hard to even find raw. Yeah. So to me, that's a key book. Yeah. And then you get into the Adam Hughes run, which yeah. are wow. incredibly popular. Hard to find. You'll have to explain why Zaytana 15 is, is bigger than the other ones. But let's go through them real fast. Zaytana number 11, um, May of 2011, 80 blue label 9.8s, 18 gold label 9.8s. That's about $125. Zaytana 12 was done by Amanda Connor. Uh, doesn't sell for that much uh, as the other Adam Hughes's covers. Right. I guess people were collecting the Hughes covers. Zaytana 13, July of 2011, 44 blue label 9.8s, 10 gold label 9.8s. That's $100 to $125. Yeah. Zaytana number 14, the pop drops off a cliff. Uh, August of 2011, eight blue label 9.8s, three gold label 9.8s. That's about a $300 book. Okay. Zaytana 15, September of 2011, 56 blue label 9.8s, six gold label 9.8s. That's a $500 book, Alex. And then Zaytana 16, October of 2011, 47 blue labels, 121 gold labels, which means that Adam must have done a sign. 
final issue, $450. Now you always say that when you get to start getting to the final issues, yeah. the sales start to drop off. Is that why you see 14, 15, and 16 at those level, levels? 100%, yeah. Plus that 15 cover, the all black cover where it's Zatanna just kind of like doing magic, that is a, I, you can't get better for a Zatanna cover. It is it is completely black. There's not a lot of trade dress. There's not a lot of words. There's not, you know, the story is not getting thrown in your face. There's not a lot of imagery. And it's just like the, um, the, 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 the fluorescent covers you see, the Marvel ones. It's simple stuff. It's a simple cover. It's her. It's a black background. She's doing magic. It's, it's beautiful. It's probably one of the best Satana covers you could get. Right. Absolutely. All right. So come to that time of the show. Alex's pick of the week. What do you got for us, Alex? I'm going to go back to the action figure world and talk a little bit about my favorite Tyco toys. You remember Tyco with the, all oh, the yeah. like, RC cars? That's the crash long, test long dummies. It's the incredible crash dummies! Whoa! Someday this job's hard to face. Now the crash dummies have a crash test center where slick, spin, and all the dummies face the ultimate test. Nice body slam! There's even a place to crunch your crash car! Oh, yeah, sure. I love these toys these are some of my favorite action figures uh tyco is mostly known for electronic cars or you know remote control cars but they put out these uh crash test dummies with a cartoon and they're they're meant to be thrown against the wall this is the cool action figure like they have a button on them you push them their legs and arms fall off their their vehicles you put them in their vehicles and you slam it against the wall and it crushes up and ejects them and like explodes. These toys are awesome. Very short-lived, very quick 90s toy. But I think some of my favorite toys are the quick-lived, you know, qu you know, the tick toys, the Bucky O'Hare toys, like the really quick in and out James Bond Jr. toys. You can collect them all. There's not a million of them. And, you know, just they're beautiful. And and the the design on them. Uh, I think it was Tyco's last uh, foray into action figures, and they just stuck with the RC cars. Got it. That sounds like fun. Uh, they're, I, they're great. I'm trying to remember those. All right, you'll show the picture. On the yeah, screen. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, what are we closing up with tonight, Alex? Yeah, let's uh, let's get with the Thunderbolts. So, like every other Marvel property, it seems <laughs> everything is like tripled and quadrupled. It's like crazy. Like you can see the escalation. I think a lot of it has to do with low pop. I think a lot of the books have been tossed in the garbage. I've thrown out a lot of stuff over the years. I'm yeah. like, oh, it's only worth a dollar. Boom, yeah. bye. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll even give you a funny example. Like I've kept some of like the half issues, like the wizard half issues. that yeah, I used yeah. to, And I would keep like five or 10 copies, just, you know, whatever. And like the Gambit ones, I remember like, you know, I remember like 15 years ago, like we were cleaning out the warehouse. We're like, oh, Gambit half. Yeah, just chuck them. Don't, don't <laughs> worry about it. Like just, start. and they're like $350 now. Yeah. Like the mail away offer that we did. Yeah. And I'm like, I had, we had thousands of those in the warehouse like 15 years ago. And they're like, you know, and you found like two copies. In your right. Like, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that's what makes them rare. Right. I mean, they're, they're missing. They're gone. You but it's like, them. it's like so much of that stuff has been right. tossed and thrown out because like who was keeping Gambit number one half, you know, five years ago, seven right. years ago. And now they're impossible to find. Yeah. Okay. So what is going on with Thunderbolts, Alex? It's, this is this is the this is the ripe property. This is a, a great animated series. This is a great animated movie. This is a great live action TV show. I mean, you can't get any better with this. I mean, it was one of the 
best kept secrets in i mean 97 the internet was around but it wasn't hugely prevalent as it is now i mean like keeping secrets and stuff yeah i mean it's just the internet wasn't as prevalent as it was in 97 i mean there was there people were on it but it's not like it is now there was no social media like it is so you know when the incredible hulk issue came out and this new team thunderbolts came and was like oh look at this new 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 superhero team a bunch of new characters and then they got their first issue and came out and people were like, oh, what's this Thunderbolts? It's a new team. And at the end, spoilers, uh, it's the Masters of Evil that are parading as new superheroes. And nobody knew that was going to be the twist of the end until the book came out. And that's a huge secret to hold. Um, and then, of course, you know, went to second printings. It got huge. And you know, there's all kinds of stuff. And they've been in a Marvel mace, uh, mainstay forever. And the leader is Baron Zemo. So, you know, if, if anything's going to come out of it and Baron Zemo in Winter Soldier uh, and uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, he's a bad guy, but he's doing it because of good reasons, I guess you would know, say. Like, he's like not Thanos, super right? evil. Yeah, exactly. He's not right. super evil. He's not like killing children left and right and kicking dogs, but he's doing things because people need to know that, you know, the, what the Winter Soldier was and, and, and everything. So who knows? And you don't know what the makeup of the team ultimately will be because it's one of like the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like right. when they decided to make the movie, same thing with Suicide Squad. You didn't know which characters they were going to pull in. Right. Yeah. It's been different characters. I mean, you know, right. Baron Zemo gets kicked out. And so he's not the leader anymore. Uh, you know, Citizen V was the was the hero uh, uh, alter ego. OK, Alex. So the first appearance of Thunderbolts, Incredible Hulk number 449, January of 1997. Uh, there are 475 blue label 9.8s. There are 14 gold label 9.8s. That book is $750 today and going up, up, up and away. Uh, at, this, at this point, the team was Citizen V, Meteorite, Techno, Mach 1, Songbird, and Atlas. And it had a Mike Diodato cover. Yeah. So that was the team at that point in time. Okay. So we don't know if that's going to be the ultimate team. Then, Alex, then you have the Thunderbolts Prelude number one, which, which also came out in 97, which reprints Hulk number 449. There's only nine blue labels, two gold label 9.8s. That book is selling for around $300, but it's impossible to find. What, yeah. what was the promo on that? How did you get that book? It, it, there was a, remember mail orders? <laughs> where you oh go, where yeah, you, we used to do the Wizard Half mail orders. That's yeah. it. Uh, the, uh, the, um, American entertainment, which was a mail. Oh, away. I remember American. Yeah. It was Steve Milo's company. I yeah, remember they, them. they were sure. huge. I used to, I mean, used to get those catalogs we, every couple of weeks. Just you did a lot of business with them. Yeah. That, that reminded me of, those were like the CD catalogs. We used to sit and wait for the yep. CDs or the cassette tapes. That's remember it. That? Yep, yeah. yep. 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 They had a couple stores, it went in a couple of iterations. It was renamed. It had a couple stores, um, kind of like hot topic type stores. Um, but American Entertainment and, you know, it's a mail-away catalog and these, you could buy these through there. They had a couple of exclusive books over the years and this was one of them. Yeah, very, very hard to find. That's the book. Yeah, like, that's the book. Then you had Thunderbolts number one uh, in uh, April of 1997. Yeah. 153 blue label 9.8s, nine gold label 9.8s. It's about a $250 book. Seems very, very low. 25 to $30 raw. Uh, this, this crew was Masters of Evil, uh, Wrecking Crew, uh, Black Widow was in this issue. Spider-Man, New Warriors were made a cameo. There was a Mark Bagley cover. So uh, very, very popular issue. Yeah. Uh, I would try to get it raw or try to get one of the 9H250s. Not bad. Now, 
Second print. They call it the pink cover. Like right. we had the red cover earlier. Yeah. Now we got the pink cover. I you, These are impossible to find. There's eight blue label nine eights, zero gold label nine eights. It's about $175 raw. You cannot find this book. Yeah. That's another book that I'd be looking for. And again, it's, you know, because it was a second print pink cover, Alex, it could very easily be sitting in these common boxes. Totally. No, totally. no dealer would have like, oh, the second print pink cover, like what, like, because if you go back nine months or 10 months when the pandemic started or 11 months, whatever it was now, and you think about that book was probably a two or $3 book. It easily could have been in a dollar box. The pink book would have been in the dollar box too. I definitely would have thought, oh, it's a second printing. Who cares? I don't, you, but you can't tell from the cover. Right. right. Yeah. It's, you wouldn't know looking at the cover. Right. So, so anyway, that, that one's an impossible book to find. Then Thunderbolts number two, uh, May of 97, one blue label, nine, eight, zero gold label, 9.8. It's a 10 to $20 book raw. This has Mad Thinker, Awesome Android. It's got Frank, Franklin Richards, Alicia Masters, Circus of Crime. So again, it's a Mark Bagley cover. Depending on the iteration of the group, which we don't know what it is, right? you don't know which book to buy. Uh, very, uh, that's, why we're, that's why we're listing all of them right now. Uh, so then you have the variant cover, six blue label, nine eights, zero gold label, 9.8. That's a 25 to $30 book raw. Then Thunderbolts number three is June of 97, 13 blue label, nine eights, zero gold label, nine eights. Uh, that's a 10 to, 10 to $15 book raw. Uh, first appearance of the new Masters of Evil, which is Crimson Cow, uh, Crimson Cowl, Man Killer, Flying Tiger, Cyclone, Tiger Shark, Tiger Shark, and Claw. Yep. Uh, again, it's a Mark Bagley cover. Again, depending on which character iterations make up the group, that I would just buy all these. Yeah. Uh, Thunderbolts number four seems to be on fire. It's the first jolt in costume. Yeah. Uh, July of 97, 25 blue label nine mates, one gold label 9.8. That's a $300 book, Alex, 50 to $75 raw. Hallie Takahama becomes Jolt and joins the Thunderbolts. Um, and then I'm, uh, Amin, Amin Zola is also in the book. Talk yep. a little bit about Jolt and why Jolt is so hot. Jolt was, you know, any, any characters in the Marvel Universe that aren't just uh, the white males, I think, there's definitely a push in current Marvel, which is fantastic, is to do, you know, you know, do different types of people. The, the America's made up with two different types of people. There's, uh, you know, Marvel Comics is mostly an American comic book form. So why not? Jolt, also also the, the straight, she was not a villain turned into superhero. She was just a superhero with a new super team. So the fact that she was on this team was of the villains and didn't know it, was also a really cool like story element and this is early kurt Busiek stuff too like this this marvel era is like re really well written you know and they really this was right before or right after the um the uh the bankruptcy so like they they called everything down to just you know a little bit of books and put a lot of effort into those got it got it and then the last book for the thunderbolts that we're going to talk about is thunderbolts distant rumblings uh which was the minus one issue like the flashback came out yeah. right which came out july of 97 four blue label nine eights zero gold label nine eights it's a five to ten dollar raw book again baron zemo is in there submariner doc samson cameo it's kerb again steve epting covers probably got to be very early steve epting work yeah um 
you know, before he took off with Captain America. Mm -hmm. So uh, again, that's another book that's very, very hard to find that you want to try to find the raw, uh, the, the, the minus one was a pretty big marketing campaign. So I think they did sell a lot of books, but again, those books have been thrown out. I mean, I mean, there was tossed. Like you said, there was a big promo campaign. So every, I mean, shops had millions of these books, every people were picking them up. I mean, they're not hard to find, but at some point they do become hard to find because people aren't, they're sitting in collections or they toss them or they're in dollar bins and quarter bins. They get beat up and nobody has perfect copies anymore. Right. Right. All right, Alex, that does it for tonight. Another great show. If you have any questions, comments, whatever, let's put it in the, in the, uh, in the comments here. We thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel.